What are you doing though? That was very sneaky. Did you just take a video? <laughs> that was super sneaky. It's only for my personal use. Maybe you might go up on the purpose pod. Oh, you do it. Share. Yeah, do it. Share. Spread the love. Um, what did someone say to me the other week? Uh, we could cross pollinate. Ah, yeah. That's cross, true. Cross pollinate. And then we can spread our pollen to all other podcasts. We that's, can get- that's why I did my recent post. I was like partnerships and crossovers. It was partnerships and cross pollination. And then I was like, I can't be a dickhead like that. I can't be a wanker. <laughs> cross pollination. Why don't we just? Why don't we could use each other's data list and cross pollinate? It's just when cross pollinate. Yeah, no, no. Cross these fingers, and I was like, hmm. Mm. Do you know? What? Actually, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, thanks for thanks for the meeting. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, what's it? Monopollinate my <laughs> thoughts in my room by myself. Thank you very much. Monopollination <laughs> is my <laughs> is my motto. What's <laughs> Uh, the, 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 the visual of monopollinating mono in your room by yourself. Mm. Monopollinating. That's yeah. a new word for it. Yeah. yeah. That's mm. it. yeah that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> hey, not, don't do too much monopollinating later. You'll go blind. Everybody, welcome back. We're here. That's our, that's our podcast. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> rusty. <laughs> Very rusty. It feels like a lifetime ago. We it all had, sat around this table recording a podcast it, episode. It, mm. is, it has been a, it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot mm. minute. It's been a it's long It's been a spicy time. Minute. It has been a spicy yeah. coffee minute and it's mm. very, very true. It's unfortunate though, right? It it's is no unfortunate. Joke. No. It's no joke. Not fun. So we're back here for the That's Ranked podcast. Once again, the new, the new setup. The new, the new crew, clue, clue, the new crew, <laughs> the new crew, though. That's right. Who done it? <laughs> <laughs> we done it. Who's we? Taryn. Taryn's here in, in the lounge room with the candlestick, and me. I am Rob <laughs> in the library with the pistol, and I'm Liam, also known as Colonel Mustard, with the <laughs> rifle in the cigar lounge. Was there a Lovely. rifle and a pistol in Clue? Was there? Um, Rasp. Not not Crudo, but Crudo. I think there is. Incrudo. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Crudo. Let me just check the facts. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. true. That's true. Correct. In fact, the cupboard's a room in Crudo. Yes. I'm, I'm Rob. I'm in the cupboard with Napalm. <laughs> that's, 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 that's how it was. Actually, do you know what? If they made a game like that where the weapons and the rooms were just like limitless, like yeah. any sort of like, hey, I'm, um, I'm Oleg. I'm uh, in the, I don't know what I'm about to say, in the pantry yeah. with um, an A-bomb. Nice. Dangerous combo. Yeah, well. So it's like a Dungeons and Dragons star where you can create your own yeah. r- it's, reality. It's, Clud- it's Cluedo, but Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. Oh, I quite like the, the, the mix of that, actually. Yeah. Well, we've Detectives been off for, and Dragons. We've been off for a month. Ooh. We've been off for a month, but one thing hasn't changed. We're still giving away great ideas. <laughs> yeah, for free. For free. <laughs> Unbelievable. There must be like a mystery. Because Dungeons & Dragons is a fun game. I don't know if you've ever played. I've never played it, no. I, I played it first lockdown, first runs of lockdowns. We had oh, like Because yeah. it, it is a really good little online thing yep. to do over Zoom. And um, it was a lot of fun. But, yeah, it is all very much fantasy-based. Yeah. And I think it would be cool if you had other types of D&D, like a detective D&D, a superhero D&D. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whatever D and D, because the, the idea is you just make up your own shit as you go along, right? No, no. There's like there's a yeah, kind of, but you've got but you've got to take turns, and there's a DM, a dungeon master, and okay. then you've got 
you know, you've got sheets. So you've got limits to your abilities and you've got, you know, certain weapons and things like mm-hmm. that. Like there is still parameters and objects and character traits mm-hmm. that it's all based around. Yeah. But you can combine that, you know. There's so many different combinations of it. And then ultimately in the moment you're walking around and you're, and you're creating your own story a little bit yeah. too. So at the end of the mm-hmm. day, it is all matter. It is. Just, <laughs> like, just like the things we're about to rank. That's true. So it's been a while since we've done this. Yeah. Let's do it. Let her rip. Should, uh, before we before you spin that wheel, then we are rusty, aren't we? You can find us at <laughs> that's rank pod at Gmail yep. on Insta yep. and Twitter and yep. Facebook. Yep, and, and Gmail TikTok. Do we have TikTok? Oh, we don't, but should we? We might be. We might be doing I'm more. Should we? I think we might be doing more TikTok stuff soon. Oh. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. We're going to venture you're, into new territory. You're putting it out there. We're doing more TikToks. That's exciting. Look, it's like if you say it, then it, I'm, I'm trying to actualize it, it by manifesting. You put it into the, you're putting it's it's into the universe. That's what's happening. Yeah. So that's where you can find us. We have the, we've been very lucky because we haven't had a break in content, have we? But we have had a break in us getting together that's and recording. Right. That's right. Um, and do we want to explain why? We've had a couple of about many people out there struck down with the old corona. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did mention last week in our little uh, clip show that um, mm-hmm. two of us, you know, we did come down with the Rona. That's true. Mm. That's the true. Rona XIX. Mm. We're trying to make it sound really cool. Yeah. Bid not, the dust. Yeah. We bid we the dust. We're actually again. not here anymore. Why is it XIX? Is that a new, is that the current That's strength? the Roman numeral for 19. Oh. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> it's like, it's like. Should we get matching tattoos? Oh, can we? X- XIX. <laughs> I mean, who are you talking to? You know, you, know, <laughs> you know I need zero encouragement to put any sort of ink on my body. That any was in the clip as well. I, I mean, I, do you know my, the story of the axe that I got? The, the axe tattoo? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you oh, cool. told us. You told us last time. I'll probably tell everybody. All right, so here we go. <laughs> so it's, we're cranking the rank for the first time in a long time. And it's, 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 I'm not sure if we can tell how rusty we are. We're kind of getting back into the groove. That's okay. As soon as we sweat the whistle, yeah, we'll get back into it. Well, two of us are wetting the whistle. Mm. The two of us who are really sick or have been really sick. Yeah, we miss alcohol. We miss alcohol. You know, I lost my taste buds for wine after the vid. Really? Yeah. I got got back this weekend. It was a whole week later. I was like, oof, could not, I didn't, I could taste things. I just didn't want to taste wine. My my dad had that with coffee. Yeah. And he's a massive coffee fiend and he had the same thing with coffee. He couldn't drink it. Yeah. He couldn't touch it anymore. He can yeah. now. He's better. Yeah. Yep. That's how he knew he was cured. Yeah. Well, that's how I think. Like that would be the weirdest thing. I've had people say it's the weirdest <laughs> thing as well. The fact that you can't <laughs> taste anything. Just, just, like, just, just, just a side way bite. to make me just, feel just, like just, I've just. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna top. Well, I'm glad you're both healthy. I'm glad you both got. Oh, through thanks, it. I'm glad you're both okay. Thank you, my Thank friend. Thank you. Yeah. It's like, it's good to be back. It is really good to be back. Should we? Should we do it? Let's do it. Should we crank the rank? Yep. For the first crank. time in a long Let's time. Crank the rank. We've started at one. Let's get ranky. Let's get ranky. Oh, that feels good. Oh, that feels good. Oh, what do we got? Oh, it's a cock. It's a Casper. It's a Casper. It's a, it's a cock for the first one again. What does that mean? What does that mean? A cock is when it's like right... Oh, <laughs> cocked on the it's thing. Uh, I feel like it is leaning one way from this direction. I, I from, from your direction, yes. Taryn, from your direction, which way is it leaning? You're right in front of the it's wheel. On, it's on 20. It's on 20? 20. Uh, well, yeah. Or 20 yeah. Is the call that's been made is 20. Today... We will be ranking. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Number twenty. Things to do while drunk. Oh, things oh. to do while drunk. A podcast. Yeah, yeah. We can see you. Don't forget. This one is. It's actually not a terrible. It's not, not a terrible shout. To be honest with you, I'm not too sure which how many of these uh, podcasts I've done actually a hundred percent sober. Mm, especially. I know. Yeah. That's actually a lot. I can tell you how many I've done. None. <laughs> Zero. 
Zilch. No, no. I've, I've done I've done a few. I've done a few. Mostly I'm mostly sober. Yeah. 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 Hence why I'm the um Coherent one. The coherent one. <laughs> or, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I was trying to give you a compliment, and then I found myself being unable to do so. <laughs> that also makes sense. That makes sense. A conundrum we often find ourselves <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. What, what's the nice thing I can say I about Liam? To, I was trying to oh. minimize that, and I was like, I can't do it. There's nothing I can do. What's the nice thing I can say about Liam? Yeah. Liam, there's nothing nice to say because you <laughs> say all the nice springs. things as there are. So they all go unsaid. Yeah, I called you coherent, and you fucked it up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, are you regretting this uh, this yet? Joining us, joining us, <laughs> the Dadswang podcast. Yeah, this has been so lovely. Look, it's been I great. think I might have to skedaddle. Um, it's See? ten minutes twenty. It's thirty four minutes too long. <laughs> yeah, and this is the funny thing: the episode's been what four minutes? Yeah, and it's already thirty four minutes too long. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so, so top three things to do while drunk. That's what we're, that's what we're ranking here today. That's mm. that that is that is the thing we're ranking. Mm. Just three, mm. just three. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. So for, for those of you who might be joining us for the first time, the whole thing about the Dad's Rank podcast is we have a little wheel here that we spin, and it's full of listener ideas. So people, things that people have sent in, ideas that people have sent in. Uh, this is one that that predates me writing down who sent them to us. It's that it's one of the first ones we've got. Oh yay! I know, Fun. I know. Like I've got some names on this. Is, this one we don't have. Did you receive this? Maybe it's because you received the suggestion while drunk. Do you think that was a possibility? Oh. Out with friends. Know, know me? 100% <laughs> possibility. 100%. In certainty, in fact, yeah. some might say. All right. Well, I, I reckon we could just jump into this. I've got millions of ideas in my head. Like, just well, down to three is going to be hard. Well, here's, here's, mm. one, here's one thing I will say about this idea, though. Is mm. like we, we've got a little bit of time on you, right? Mm. But I find that the older, the older I get, the less things I want to do while drunk. Mm. Okay. It's like, watch TV, go to bed, you know? It's kind <laughs> while of drunk? Oh wait, that sounded sad as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when does that when does that start happening? I meant more so when I come home. Doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> I can oh, actually I can I can think of three things. For sure I can think of three things. Yeah. yeah. Big fella? Uh, look, I'm sure I'm going to have to. No, that's yeah, what, that's what this no podcast choice. is all about. Like, I have got my mind is swirling a little bit. But like Liam suggests, like I feel like my activities have become a little bit um, more narrow when it yeah. comes to what I do when I'm, when I'm catching up with friends for you just for remember a drink. what you did last night? Well, that's right, because I am. And, and ironically, I'm the only one not drinking right now, but I am also the only one hungover right now. <laughs> and you know what I did last night? What? I watched TV and went to bed. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Are you the yeah. same person? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind maybe of. we are a little bit kind yeah. of the same You'll person. know in a few But years. in all honesty, in all honesty, it might actually might be on my list, actually. That actually mm. might. Something's got something in this area. I'll have to explain it. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a stem, it's a stamina thing. Right? It's, it's also when you've got alcohol there mm. and if you and if you just kinda of get home, mm. you know, you're just doing your own thing and maybe yeah. you're enjoying an activity, whether it be well, let's not give too much away. Let's let's do our lists so we can actually <laughs> yeah. delve into what these things are a bit further down the line. I'm so excited. Yeah. You're about to go into like a real thing, you're like, wait a second, and I'll pull back on that. Mm. Pull back, pull mm. back. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, I, well, I think it's going to be my number three. So, do you want me just to say what it is? Yeah, go on. Because we're already on the subject. Yeah, just do it. Playing video games. Ah, while drunk. Well, yeah, with a drink. With a drink. Well, sometimes that leads to... The topic is... Uh, sometimes that leads what, to what? being drunk. This yes. Is, this is, the topic is while drunk. Okay, so specifically, yep. playing... You might, this, this, for those that know me, this will surprise them, but playing a video game called The Last of Us... Oh, no. While, <laughs> while drinking. I so, did, you can cry? No, I just because I've played it a lot. I love that game. I'm a little bit obsessed with the second version of that game. Uh, for those that don't he know, said, this is he says a little bit obsessed. He's 
Well, it's not that I'm obsessed with the game. It's just that <laughs> once you play it, like once you play Last of Us 2, it's hard to find a game. Like you go to another game and you're like, yeah, this is just not as good. So then you go back to Last of Us 2. Yeah. And because the story is so good and because the music is so good, like you really – it's not like I'm obsessed with it. It's just like it's just knocked all the other competition mm. out mm. of the park and nothing else kind of, you know, holds a holds a, holds a, a match to it. Is that an expression? Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't make- Video games. And, I'm talking about The Last of Us 2 specifically. Specifically. So when I started to go, like, it was, it became a little start to my holiday. Like, whenever I, I, I had some time off and I just wanted to just, like, get away from it all. This may sound depressing to people, but this is just what I found myself doing. It's the start of the holiday. I would just play Last of Us 2 and I'd just smash it. I'd just absolutely smash it right. for the first few days. Mm-hmm. And I'd just really I'd sleep in and I'd often have a wine and I'd yep. often probably sit there playing the game. Drunk as well, yeah. and then That's after great. a few days of doing that, then I'd go on and I'd get outside and continue my holiday. I think what it, it is. was like a bear hibernating in a cave. Oh, well, nice. sounds a little bit. Is this going to be the most depressing episode of that no, podcast? No, 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 not at all. No, no, <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. I've been thinking of things while we've been talking about the Last of Us for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it is an incredible game. So you have heard of it, Taryn? The Last yep. of Us. Yeah, yeah. Have you played it? Um. I get drunk. was too traumatized, but I think yeah, I would play if I was drunk. Yeah. But I've I've been with someone while they've played it. Yep, yep, mm. yep. And, and, and the storyline is great. You can do that. Yeah. That's how I. That's how I got back into video games. I was because the, I was in I was in my thirties, hadn't yeah. played games for years. Yeah, went to a friend's house. He was playing The Last of Us. Yeah, and you're like, and I was oh. just like, what the hell? Like <laughs> things are leveled up. And then yeah. I went and bought myself a PlayStation. I think what it is those games as well because you get so involved in it and so deeply involved. Yeah. Next minute. Two bottles of wine are gone, mm. and you're like, "Oh, I am drunk, actually." Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's happens. productive because you're happens. leveling up. You are leveling opening up. maps. You're doing all the things. <laughs> That's right. That's you know, right. you're going on an emotional journey. Oh, too emotional. You're shooting, you're shooting people in the head. Nice. Yeah, that is emotional. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those clickers. Um, yeah. Those clickers will Those get clickers, you. You're running away from <laughs> zombies, and you're just like, "Is so." It is an incredible game. Yeah. And what I like most about the game is that it plays with. I was talking to someone about this the other day because video games. Uh, differentiated to films and television. This is going to be. Right? This is, I'm just cutting real quick. This is going to be really problematic when we do the video games episode, and you have to say this all over all again. again. Yeah. <laughs> is there a is there video games on the right? Oh yeah. Wheel? Well, there you go. I'm just going to say it now. <laughs> so, Last of Us Two. <laughs> so, video games and TV are differential things, right? So, games are kind of all in a thing that teenagers do, and, and film was like the serious one, yep. and TV was like the thing you do at home. Games now are off, are off the charts to the point where that they're, they're storytelling at the same level of great mm-hmm. films and television, like the soundtrack, the visual look, the the performances, the, like the story yeah. is incredible. But they start to play with perspectives. So like when you're in the game, they force you to make difficult choices. Yeah. Right? So that, I think that's, like, that's, that's a level that you would never be able to achieve in, in a film or a TV show mm-hmm. or even a book. It's because... Except for maybe a choose your own adventure, yeah. But like, you are you are controlling character things, and you're making certain decisions. Mm. Sometimes they force you to back you into a corner. You can't actually make the decision that you, there's only one decision to make, and that's when that's what Last of Us Two does really well. Yeah. Towards the very yeah. end, you, you're so hooked in, and then they're just like, "You're gonna have to do this horrible <laughs> thing," and you're like, "No, no." But when you're drunk, though, you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it." So it has become a thing that I just enjoy, like a glass of wine or a, or a scotch. Or even a beer and just having a video game. One after the other. Yeah, one after the other. All together, all together in one big You're playing your own game of King's Cup. In a slushy. Frozen Coke. A frozen Coke made of wine, whiskey and beer. 
I, I sit there with a big straw, and that's my number. That's my number three. So realistically, your number good. your number three is experimenting with slushy alcohol. No, my number three number is two. playing video games. No, I know. Drunk. And look, I'm <laughs> referencing Last of Us too, but I'm just realizing that um, I've yeah. actually NBA Jam's pretty good. Well, yeah, like so. Me and my cousin, we always, we often get together and play games, yeah. and we'll often be having a few drinks while we do so. Yeah. And those nights are awesome because mm. we play couch co-op. So yeah. then I'm actually playing with another person. Yeah. So there is a social element to it, and we make it. It's a bit of a routine for us. Every now and then, we like let's catch up and let's. Those nights have a games night. Those mm. days, the next day, we'll often be having a cider or a beer. And I'll I'll speak to you the next day, and you'll be like. Uh, uh, no, I can't do anything today. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do last night? Bloody big owl. Playing yeah. video games. Feeling so. a bit seedy. <laughs> number three. That sounds number good. Three. That's my yeah. number three. On the I spot. Like that. So there you go. Well, I, like th- that. I mean, that is the thing, though. On the spot, you'd be like, oh, shit. And going first is dangerous, right? Because, like, it's when you, when I, the time you've been speaking about your number three, yep. I've had thinking time. Yeah, you've had a thinking time. But I'm not going to go next. Tell oh. me, what's your, number, what's your number three? Well, it's just funny because you, you you went really specific and that ex- inspired me because I've got three things that I like to do, but they're very vague and it's very like every drunk person likes to do them. Mm. Sure. So I'll pick number three as dancing, but I'm going to be specific with it. Not just any dancing. Oh. It's got to be my favorite thing to do when I'm super, super drunk is to get on a grimy dance floor where my feet <laughs> stick to the ground because yeah, yeah. of all the alcohol that's dropped down and yeah, just yeah. emulsified and st- like just the you whole can goal it. You can is smell to it through your eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's got to be good music. So lately I've been going out when I'm like maybe at the beginning of a night out with the gals and we have a couple of drinks and we're like, we're going to get lit. It's going to be a great night. <laughs> we don't say it like that. We go, woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's like subtitles at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a great night. It's going to be a great night. We're going to get lit. Um, and it's been like, I don't know, not to offend anyone, but it, all the music has kind of been like an, an older an older lady's wedding <laughs> vibe. Oh, really? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like living on a prayer. Okay, yeah, okay. Which is legendary. Oh, music-wise, you mean? Yeah. Okay, okay. Wait a second. What did you describe living on a prayer as? Older woman's wedding? No, no, wedding. no, no, no. no. Oh, hold on, hold on. Sorry. It's legendary in its own right. Okay. Played at a nightclub uh-huh. or a place where there's a dance floor and people mm. under the age of 25 and 30. I feel like it's just oh, not the right the environment. <laughs> Maybe once or twice to get everyone, you know, I don't know. But it's I've been to too many places lately. I went to Melbourne. I did the mecca of um, going out. That street, that street where everyone goes Brunswick out street. gets a bit lit. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone goes out, gets completely like off their titties, and it's just like a real good time. And they uh, all yeah. want to go for a boogie. Uh, yeah. And it's young people. Like, I felt kind of old. I'm 27 now. And I was like, wow, there's 22 year olds running around. They look like babies. Like, who let you out with no jumper? Are you okay? Okay. Can I, can I just, how is that possible, right? Mm. You middle of winter. Yeah. Middle of winter. And you'll see girls walking down the street wearing next to nothing. Yeah. And you're just like, just running, living on a prayer, some might say. Right. They're just running off adrenaline. And I, I've been there. I've been there. I've been like, get this. Why did I bring this jacket? I'm so hot. I'm so hot. Get it off me. Is but that true? So yeah. like, it's just like a pure adrenaline is yeah. making you hot as all yeah, get Yeah, sweating. Out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I feel like lately, the music that I've been hearing at these places where I used to get completely, you know, like, woo, let's go party, like yep. all that sort of level, is just not a thing anymore. And I just haven't found it unless it's like, real dirty and you have to be drunk to get in because you're like, is that 
Is the floor swimming? Why is the floor <laughs> swimming? Is it moving? What's the, going on? It's probably the acid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I do pride myself on is I don't need drugs to have a good time. I think it's I, very strong. Mm, yeah. I don't, I, I've never, ever taken anything more than half an E when I was like 21. Mm. Like I've never, never needed it, never yeah. wanted it. It's, I, think it's, I think it's a thing to be proud of, to be yeah. sure. I can't explain the floor swimming though. <laughs> it's just like alive with roaches, like just, just, <laughs> just realistically like swimming because of the amount of especially those basement bars, vermin. The yeah. ones in the basement, you're oh, like mm. when the lights come up and you look at yeah. the, you look at the surroundings, you're like, oh, this although is this is staying, yeah. I, d- I do think that is an achievement in itself. If you're still there when the lights come up, oh yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> oh, not in Perth though. So that's that's another thing. So my favorite thing to do is dance in a grimy nightclub when I'm like. Drunk. I, I, I sec, that's a good. I, I second that. Yeah, and it's got to be good music. It's got to be like you know. It's got to be living on a prayer over and no, over and over. Absolutely and over not. And over and over and over. Are you trying <laughs> to hurt my feelings? Dancing Queen by Ever. Everyone loves it. It's a banger. Walk like an Egyptian by the Bangles. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, it is literally Celebrate that music. Good it's time. literally Come that. On. Who it's literally. Who even sings that song? Like, how does that song? How's that song last? That's how what has I want it made it? Yeah. How's it made it? And it's, it's making it into our, our our youth clubs, and I'm just really like so, not about it, you know. So, so does that mean that you are no longer part of the youth club? Pat my hat. Things come full circle, man. So like now it's gonna you've gone you've gone yeah. from you've gone from like the nineties are massive again now. Yeah, huge. Twenty seven is a different Huge. Twenty seven is where it's like a, it's like where the change begins. Twenty seven. Yeah, but it's to supposed to be one of the best years of my life, is it not? And I can't get on the dirty dance floor. I've been trying my hardest. Dirty dancing floor. Ah, <laughs> hey. The <laughs> Imagine that coming onto the clubs now. Everyone's like, they slow do. dance, slow yeah. dance. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. But then they'll add like a slight beat in the background. And you're like, no, it still ain't it. And bad DJs. Can we get rid of bad DJs? Can they just not no. hire bad DJs? No. Why is that a thing? No. Why is that a thing lately? No. You can, you, really lately. good resume. They interview really that's well. Always, that's sure. always been a thing. It's always been a someone's thing. son or someone's son's son or some crap. Anyway, yeah. that's my gripe, but um, that's my favorite thing to do. It really takes me back. Makes me feel free. I must getting think- rid of bad DJs. Like it's like DJs attracts you know to be to be a DJ attracts yeah. often slightly cheesy, uh, yeah, uh, uh, histrionic people. Yeah, it's like being a bouncer attacks attracts a certain type of person. It does, so, yeah. like, I, don't, I think, and I don't mean to disrespect DJs out there because there's lots of great DJs. Wouldn't but bring them home to my mom. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. There's some pretty dodgy <laughs> DJs yeah. out there, particularly the ones that play them. Particularly the ones that play in mm. those dodgy clubs. However, I just want to I just want to throw a little mm. a little um, what's the word when you have like a little sidebar side or a little, oh, yeah. it's a little called safe a, space. It's called a sidebar. Little sidebar. Yep. What about? And I'm just going to say, because I agree with you. Even though I am an elder person, an older person. <laughs> elder. An elder. I am an elder. I'm, I'm your elder here, actually. So please respect me, Taryn, when we're podcasting. It, he's no like worries. The, it, he's like this when he's okay. talking sometimes. If I want to play living on a prayer, you're going to be dead. Um, <laughs> the wedding. There is a beauty. There is a certain beauty to a wedding dance floor when you've got this whole collection of at people. At a wedding, yes. At a wedding, at a wedding. At a, specifically at a wedding. Yeah, I A agree. whole collection of people that don't normally dance with each other, that have known each other their whole lives for the most part, and are of all generations coming together on a dance floor and actually having a bust and a boogie. Mm. Those nights are priceless because you have so many great moments when you're like, oh, that's my, that's my uncle dancing, you know? Like, it's just like, yeah. it's like that, that, that's a priceless moment. Yeah. And, and, and that's the time and place for the, for the cheesy older yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. If I were drunk, I would enjoy that as well. Yes. not Just not with strangers who are 22 years old 
in a club with a DJ who can't transition from song to song. That's just not a vibe. <laughs> I mean, that, that is a problem if you're That's a DJ. That's a problem if you're a DJ. It's like, you got one job, dude. Mm. Like, you're not making the music. Mm. And your only job is to transition from song Literally, to song. Literally, yeah. Let, let me ask a question. Have you ever had someone show you what you look like dancing after the fact? It's kind of like, you know, when you... I don't know if you've ever done this, but when you're having sex with someone and you're like, we should film What's, this. No. <laughs> not sure what that means. And then you think about it and you're like, I actually would never want to see myself in that position. No, no. It's, it's like me dancing. Well, <laughs> I don't want to see it. I want to imagine in my head that I'm a graceful swan and I never want to see it later because I know it's impossible for that to be the truth. I get it. I get it. Especially because I have seen my someone, someone has filmed me dancing. And, uh, <laughs> and, and a I was waiting for where that, that, that last word was going to be. <laughs> on would, their body, dancing no. on their body. <laughs> See, I would never do that because I, things get on the internet too easily. Uh, way yeah. too easily. Yeah. But no, when I left Canberra, when I moved back to, when I moved to Sydney after, after I lived in Canberra, I had a going away party. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what, 33 at the time. Mm. 30, yeah, whatever. 30 something. Which is like past clubbing days, mm. if I'm if I'm to be honest, right? You kind of like when you're in your mid thirties, you kind of like, you do it once in a absolute blue moon. Yeah, someone filmed me, and I was off my chops. We were doing shots. <laughs> There's a place called Mooseheads in Canberra. It's like the oh, cool. one club in Canberra. There's not. There's another one that's much better called Eighty Eights, which is like an old school. You'd love it. They've got like eighties music, nineties oh. music, and the dance floor is like old cassette tapes. It's fucking. Great. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Um, but we didn't go there mm. with the Mooseheads because Mooseheads is known as being the you know. Shit club, yeah, you know the yeah, grimy, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I dance really, really sexy. <laughs> <laughs> if I do say so myself, it's really, it's I really camp. That. It's really camp. Like my hips, like going, like my whole body's going and shit. Oh my so, gosh! So when I get drunk, I'm the same. Like I, all my inhibitions just go gone out mm. the window. It's the best feeling, like complete mm. best feeling, because you feel hot, you mm. feel happy, and you feel you don't care about anything. I think that's what it is. Yeah, you don't give a shit. You're just kind of like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Mm. And no one's ever going to be like, yeah, you embarrassed yourself last night on the dance floor. It's more like you embarrassed <laughs> yourself by hooking up with those people and you yeah, shouldn't yeah. have done that. Yeah. And you're like, well, if I had been dancing, I wouldn't have been on faces, you know? Well, you might be. Well, yeah, I guess. Not yeah. not so much anymore, I guess. And the, they, it's kind of like consent is a thing now. So I feel like that doesn't happen as oh, much. Oh, it wasn't. 10 years ago when you no were, when, <laughs> no oh, not even when I was in my school discos consent what's that someone would just come up behind you and be like alright this is happening and you're like oh I should be so lucky I should be so lucky it's an uh, interesting, interesting perspective from our uh, from our end we're just like we, I, I mean I never did that at school discos <laughs> I was in the corner cowering from any sort of interaction with any sort of girl I, I did grow I did do schooling in Queensland so maybe it's a Queensland I thing I think that might be different we'll, just, we'll throw it that way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Queensland's a built different <laughs> They are built different. They are. Shameless. Should I move on to my number three? Yes, please. please. Exploring back alleys in random cities. Love mm. that. Mm. Mm. So this doesn't – I know what you're thinking, and probably you as well, is going to be about Japan. Not specifically. Mm. Not specifically. I pictured New York. We've never well, even mentioned it, but you said back alley, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Well, New York's actually one that I have a really fond story about. Oh. I was 19 working at the summer camps in New Jersey – and um, looking after lots of underprivileged kids. And because we're in New Jersey, New York City, the big smoke is only a small train run away. Mm. Actually, the train was normal size, but it was short, mm. right? About mm. half an hour. Mm. Small train. <laughs> I can't possibly fit in this. <laughs> you so, skateboarded over. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was that close. It was really close. It was oh, really wow. great for like little weekends away. Yeah. So we had a guy in, our, in my cabin. He was a Colombian fella. His name was, his name was Pablo. And he had a cousin who lived in this apartment 
uh, on like a hundred and I want to say hundred and fifth, like halfway up Central Park, mm-hmm. right? Amazing apartment, and we they invited us to go to his place, and he invited us to this like warehouse party, and we're like, and I'm like nineteen, I've got no idea what the fuck I'm doing anyway. So we go to this this party, and it's literally in this abandoned office block. They've just got a key to the door. They've let people in. You pay five bucks again, and you get a cup, and you literally pour yourself vodka from like this. Literally, it was like a detergent. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was like sus, man. It was the whole thing was sus. But after the, after that, after the party, we're dancing. One of the girls from the camp was there. Yeah. I tried to make out with her. It didn't go very well. <laughs> and that she said, "Consent's a thing." No, no thing. I'm kidding. No, I asked very politely. <laughs> that wasn't the right thing to do. <laughs> But no, like the um, but it was a, a fun party, dancing. There was no lights in this place either. Like it was yeah. all lit by like industrial, industrial lights. We had to leave. We got bored. Pablo had left with some girl. Yeah, and so he, of course he did. And we were like, "Hey, can we just get the key to your apartment?" He was like, just fumbled around his pockets for a while, drunk off his and probably high. Yeah, and just goes here and just gives us his keys. We'd met him six hours <gasps> prior, and he's just like, "Here's my keys." Oh my god! So I was with a guy called Frodo, not his real name. Oh, I was going to say, Pablo and Frodo, you've gone too no, far. Not his real name. Frodo, we called him Frodo because he was um, he was from Britain and he had really hairy feet. So it kind of made sense, right? Um, and so it was me, him, and a few other, other people from camp and we had to find our way back to this apartment and we got lost. We got completely lost in New York City. Mm-hmm. We got on the wrong subway, ended up on the wrong side of Central Park. So we ended up on the east side, not the west side where we had to be. And then we couldn't walk. We were told not to walk through Central Park oh. because that's dangerous at nighttime apparently. Yeah. So we just started wandering the streets of, of New York. Right. Found an Irish bar. Oh. Walk, walked in. Gorgeous. They didn't ask us for ID at all, even though we were all underage for America. And we just started just wandering, just wandering the back streets of New York City at three o'clock in the morning. Amazing. And it's that inhibition thing again. Yeah. Like when you're not drunk, you've got more um, kind of wits, I suppose. You're more cautious. You've got your head switched on. And I like to think that I'm pretty cautious even when I'm drunk, mm. so I can notice a bad situation. Mm. Mm. But yeah, walking through the streets of uh, of New York at three o'clock in the morning, I'll, I'll tell you something. Hot tip: anyone who's listening, who goes to New York City and is wandering the streets drunk at three o'clock in the morning, you know those guys who ride the horses and the carriages. Yeah, they will try and rip you off at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, um, hundred and sixty bucks. <laughs> they are the bad know. guys that you need to watch out for. Yeah, yeah, hundred and sixty USDs. No, thank you. USDs. Just think about them. AUDs. <gasps> Hectic. So we and I ended up like jumping over the fence. Of Central Park at one stage because I had to go wee wee. Oh. And you can't just go wee wee on the street, naughty. No. So I jumped over at the corner of Central Park and then once I jumped over, did my wee wee, couldn't get back up. Oh, no. So I was stuck in this corner, dark corner of oh, Central no. Park. Mm. But yeah, so when, I'm, when, I, when I am drunk and a little bit tipsy. Did you make it out? I did, yeah. It, there was like four people who like grabbed me and like pull, oh, pulled good. me up. And you need four people to grab and pull me up from anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of essential. <laughs> But those inhibitions that get turned off, mm. it makes you more exploratory. Is that a mm. word? Mm. It is now. Explorative? If, yes. If you find yeah. someone that's also on your wavelength, yes. then they're also in a more explorative, yeah. daring frame of mind. Then you can yeah. form bonds with people. Do you yes. find? And, and oh. if, you're, if you're both alone, for example, yeah. and yeah. this is not even just hooking up with people, this no. is just finding characters yeah. and having a night of random characters. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you never know where you're going to go. That is the best. It is yeah. Alice in Wonderland, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it depends on, like, you have to be street smart because some mm. cities you just can't do that. Mm. And, like, New York City for us. Some, sometimes the Cheshire cat doesn't have your best interests at heart. Mm. That bastard. 
So or you eat the wrong biscuit. And or you eat the wrong biscuit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Yeah. Things become big. Things become small. The dance floor starts to be <laughs> swarming with, 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 yeah. Yeah. with swimming on the dance floor. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. That? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the next minute, you're making a sex tape. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. The whole to summarise, we're only one third of the way through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to say that's probably not on anyone's list. No one's going to make that on. What's your number two? What? No one's going to make. What, sex, sex tape. tape? Yeah. No, no, it's not, it's not going to be my Not when list. you're drunk. You need to be stone cold sober for that. I don't know. I'll find out. Hey, don't day. drink and work. And now I'm going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't drink and work? I totally missed don't that drink for at a work. second. Yeah, that's right. Don't drink and work. I've never drunk when I'm making sex tapes. Oh. Um, hi, Mum. <laughs> Jokes. Yeah, yeah. Sure. See, so yeah, moment three, exploring back alleys. Nice. I like that's that. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh. Moment two. Yes. Boating. <laughs> no, you've made it up. You've made it up. I what does that even up. mean? Boating. Boating. Explain. Jumping on a boat. Like manning a boat? Okay. That's unsafe so, and illegal uh, look, look. to man the boat, to be the capitano. Mm, it's true. So this is a, this is a story all about a, a fully how legal my life, story. which this is a fully legal Damn. story. So no, but like, so um, there's been times when people have invited me on their boat. And the driver of the boat has been perfectly sober, but mm. the boat has gone to Rottnest for the day. And oh, you know, yeah. my old my old boss at the Brisbane used to take all the chefs out. Yeah, but as part of our, <laughs> I have to beep that uh, that one out. But as part of the Christmas party, we would go out, and you know, and, well, it's and okay they, and Christmas would, parties. Yeah, it was yeah. a Christmas party, yeah, and fun. it was on the boat, and yeah. it was crewed by completely sober, safe people, and yeah. it was very, very generous, mm. yeah. and it was fully catered, mm. and it was wonderful. It was Amazing. just the best day. You go to Rotto, and you just sit there, and you jump in, and then you know, I've been on bucks parties where you've oh, gone yeah. for those, those Kingfisher bucks parties. You know, boating. Have you ever gone out, out fishing for a bucks no, party? No, I've never quite been boating myself. Actually, no. <laughs> I've not been boating since I was a young lad. I pay people to boat for me yes. on my behalf. Yeah, but, but it is a dangerous exercise, and you certainly you are correct, Taryn. You do not want to boat while drunk. Yeah, no skippering while you're drunk. But I need to understand but. what boating actually means because yeah, to me, boating on. means getting on a boat and drinking. Basically, oh. means yes, that's basically what I'm. Oh, mean. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. But as long as the driver's not yeah. drinking, it's okay. Yeah. But look, so. Many eons ago, I was uh, in Canada. I landed in Toronto and I was looking for work. Couldn't find work anywhere. And I, was, I was a little bit of a wit's end, right? Mm. And I saw this posting for a job at this place called Parry Sound, mm. which was up in Georgian Bay, which was an archipelago of islands, 20,000 islands. And I applied. I called them up and they were like, oh, yeah, we need someone out here. So I was like, I got the job just like that off a phone oh call. My gosh. So I went and spent a summer, a Canadian summer, in like cottage territory in, in, in Ontario. And it literally is 20,000 islands. So, you know, so from Parry Sound, a bus would come into Parry Sound and then you'd have to get on a boat and it was a 30-minute boat ride to get to work, the little resort that I was on. Mm-hmm. You got drunk And then there was about another 20 minutes just to get to the edge of the archipelago, which, you know, looked like you came out and looked like an ocean. You know, it was one of the Great Lakes, but it looks like an ocean. It's crazy. But when we had time off and we wanted to go into town after we shut the restaurant, well, you had to get on a boat. Mm-hmm. So there was one guy that would drive the boat who was 17 years old, who wasn't, elite, it wasn't allowed, old enough to drink anyway. Yeah. So he would just come for the, for the drive. But where we got ourselves into trouble, so firstly that was always fun because he'd go to the local nightclub, you know, which was just really, really like little, like dodgy little <laughs> northern Canadian town, you know, like quite an interesting nightclub in and of itself. Like six people Let me tell you, probably a lot of living on a prayer plate. Oh, I'm nice. probably going to say that. Um, and then you'd boat back, you'd boat back, and that was always the fun part of the journey. Yeah. Because I'd be like hanging on the side of the boat, like, Woo! 
<laughs> screaming like, <laughs> like an idiot, you know. And I'd be like, so that was always fun. But then one time uh, the 17-year-old didn't come oh, and no. the guy that designated boater did have too much to drink. And then we were all – we all, and my mum's going to listen to this. She's going to be in big trouble. But we did <laughs> boat back when he was definitely under the influence. Mm-hmm. And we were all – like, yeah, we're all literally screaming. Did and then the boat just like banked to a stop mm. and he literally just beached yeah. the boat. Yeah, yeah. He'd driven into an island, which fortunately was a sandy island. Oh, good. And not a rocky island. Yeah. Because when we looked back, you could see the little rocky outcrops, <gasps> which were just sliced like butter. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. And then like the, you know, the boat ride from that point on was not like, woohoo, it was very much like a, everyone was just solemnly like, <laughs> like everyone's looking out for, like the boat's like going along at like five miles an hour, like <laughs> everyone's on the lookout for any potential rock. <laughs> land! <laughs> I see land! land. Oi, oi. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, so boating. But aside from that one near-death experience... <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, five, five kilometers an hour near death. I'd say that's oh, no, a great. The, the, the original wasn't five kilometers an hour. The original oh, we, before you're, you're... We, when we beached the boat, we were going reasonably. We were going. Oh, right. Oh, wow. Okay, there. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. I mean, we we put our trust in this person mm. anyway. I, I never. He drove. was a child. I never drove the boat. Yeah, mm. I was also a child. Really, yeah. I was taking. You know, I was pretty young. Twenty six. Yeah. 20... <laughs> <laughs> Last year. <laughs> this is before I became an elder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but aside from that, boating boating while drunk is very fun as long as there's a sober driver to do it. Yeah. You know, going out in the sea, going for swims, it's very lovely. I must admit, boating mm-hmm. and drinks, mm-hmm. it's a com- combination it's a made in combo. heaven. It's a good combo. Heaven? Heaven. Heaven. Ooh, baby, <laughs> do you know what that's <laughs> Another song on the playlist. We'll make heaven a place. I, I boated and drunk rum. In, oh, uh, Mauritius. That was very lovely. Oh, in Mauritius. How on Pirates of the Mauritian Beans of you? Oh, thank you. Mauritian Beans? <laughs> You're just like, okay, anything that's on an island is just not the Caribbean. It's the, it's Cari- a- it's the Carib Island. Yeah, obviously. And that's Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah, so it was Meribian. Yeah. The Meribian. The Meribian. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds like yeah, a thing. Yeah, it was beautiful. The, Mar- oh, the Meribian. Lovely. Drunk on a catamaran. Actually, yeah. that was one of my best drunk experiences. We took a boat in Mauritius to an island. We purposely beached ourselves on an island. Um, oh, really? And Life's we had a we had an island party, and That's it was fun. so much fun. Yeah, it was so good. Especially in, like Mauritius has some good beaches as well they to really beach yourself do. on, and yeah. especially if you have a a backlog, sure of rum, a yeah. backlog, you know what I mean? Yeah, a good stash. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, backlog. backlog. Here's my rum from 1972. <laughs> to one week. <laughs> it went into the backlog. Yeah, backlog. Yeah, and they have like private sections as well on some islands so that you can literally pull up, park your boat in a section and it's mm-hmm. like cordoned off by just maybe you get like a barbecue, a seating area and then like a hut to kind of signify your area. Yeah, yeah. And there's like several different groups having parties next to you on the same island. It's so much fun. One of the best times we a travel agent was when we got those free trips for stuff, mm. you know, when mm. the travel industry was thriving. Yeah. And that's uh, the whole trip to Mauritius was entirely paid for. <gasps> Five-star yeah. hotels. Oh, yeah. gosh. And we did do some boating mm. whilst drunk. That's, that's the really the – these days the best way to boat and drink is when someone else pays for it entirely. Oh. 100%. Imagine. 100%. <laughs> yeah, those Christmas parties you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime. That's yeah. right. Oh, that's really good. I wish I thought of that. 
Voting? Yeah. I want to change it now. I've got another. I've got, I'm not going to. You it? go ahead. No, you go Can ahead. that be my one? Oh, do you want to get you yeah, no, no. I want to change it. <laughs> I do. I realise now I've got two number ones. This is, oh. this is the perils of ranking live. Is That's it? Sometimes true. you don't always get to have your best list. Karen, please. Oh, this is hard because this was going to be my number one, but I can't think of a number one. So this is going to be potentially a pseudo number one. But. That, 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 that. <laughs> just no. let it happen. Okay, okay, okay. Let it happen. Natural, natural, just let it happen. Natural. Oh, natural. Yeah. <laughs> number two for me. So number three was having a boogie. Number two, which goes really well with your boating and your drinking, is eating. Um, um, but specifically, foods that you, I don't know, you feel not guilty, but you feel a bit gross after when you're sober. So yeah. I'm talking like burritos, yeah. pizza, yeah. big bowls of pastas, and the second yeah. bowl too. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah. all together. Like when you're suit, when you're like drunk and your nights may be winding up and you're having a bit of like a, oh, I really need a, really need a sober up, but it's not really, it's not a conscious thought. It's like your brain being like, oh. Well, think about it. Those, those kebab shops do not exist for you to get a lunch kebab. No, no. 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 Judgment to the people who do get lunch kebabs, right. by the way. It's not there for that. It's not, it's definitely not there for that. They might be open. Psycho, yeah. Not a good reason to go. No. You need to go at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning when your night is wrapping up. Mm. The sun might, might even be coming up. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? Kebab. And I agree with you. Yeah. Those are the best times to get those dirty, dirty feeds. That's so mm. good. And you literally eat it like an animal. So the amount of times me and my friends, well, all of us, <laughs> we all have a story. I'm sure you guys do too as well. Where you've either woken up and there's a kebab on your stomach half eaten <laughs> and the sauce is like dribbled onto your bed and now you're going to do all the sheets. But you're like, it was fucking worth it, wasn't it? And Tara, I'm also Tara- going to eat the rest of that kebab. Have you seen us? There's yeah. no way that thing's getting half eaten before we go to bed. I mean, no yeah, if you fall asleep halfway through, that's, I guess, yeah. Um, I have fallen asleep with a tray of bacon in the, in the, in the oven. Oh, there. Oh, and I've woken up to a smoky room. That's Smoked danger. bacon, though. Tasty. Oh, this is, but this became charcoal bacon. Oh, right. Yeah, like so a you full pick it up strip of just... bacon became like about a, like a size of a coin because <laughs> it had been left in the oven for about six hours, probably. <gasps> I almost burnt the house. Yeah, I was going to say, you're very lucky you didn't burn the house. So, Mum, I... That infuriates me. I've I've been lucky in a couple of occasions, I guess, yeah. This is quite adorable that you keep, like, saying sorry to Mum every time you say something. I'm actually listening to this, I don't want to ruin her. And you're, like, re-triggering her every (laughs) time she's like, oh, No, she doesn't know this yet. That's the problem. That's why I keep apologising. Yeah, that's true. I don't tell... I don't don't go and tell my... She's like, how was Canada, Robert? I'm like, oh, great, man. Super safe. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. No one burnt anything. Rocky Mountains, delightful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go with that for my number two and just eating dirty, filthy things and feeling like, oh. I, you, make, you make a key point, though, yeah. about how normally you feel a bit guilty about eating them. Mm. And normally you also feel like you may, you feel, you might, you'll feel bad after eating mm. them, right? You'll feel all sluggy and brain froggy. Yeah. When you've been drinking, you know, you you're going to feel like crap anyway. No, mm. exactly. So, like, so I might as well double down. Yeah. Yes. And, and get the food as it's well. It's the reckless abandon. It's so the reckless much abandon. like the dancing where you don't care what you look like, you mm. never do it sober. Yeah. I think it is – I've just thought of my number one. Yes, thank you, me. Um, but it, it's the reckless <laughs> abandon of like I can have this fucking huge kebab and just nom, 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 right into my mm-hmm. gullet and mm-hmm. be like sauce – running down my face and you still yep. look at the kebab guy and be like, mm, does he think I'm cute? Yeah. <laughs> like, can I have another one? <laughs> Hi, can I have another? Can, can you, you have pepperoni some- pizza? <laughs> With the garlic sauce. Oh, oh yeah. you got to. Look, it's one way to impress a date. Mm. Garlic, garlic sauce. sauce. Oh, yeah, always. Mm. Yeah. Without fail. But I think eating's a really good one as well, just in yeah. general when you're drinking with people. Yeah. Like, you could have a table full of things yeah. and you can just be sitting there grazing all night. Yeah. And you, the, oh. be, the the booze keeps flowing, the booze keeps flowing, and you just keep kind of snacking and snacking and you're talking and you're talking and you, yeah. before you know it, all the peanuts are gone. Well, I feel like when I'm 
getting drunk, like I'm at, I'm at the beginning of drinking, I can't eat a lot because my stomach fills up with liquor. I'm one of those people that if I have a tea, I then can't eat my meal until the tea's settled because then I'm like, oh, oh. my tummy's full. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. No one else in my family has it, just me. So, Wait, so we'd, I'd have tea and then have dinner and I'd be like, oh, I'm actually really full. So, so when you were growing up, you mm. clearly didn't have – you clearly weren't told about the three, the three columns <laughs> in your stomach, which is the way I that we I do have might... a dessert stomach though. Oh, you do catch have a dessert me, stomach. Catch me at any oh. moment. Catch mm. me at any moment. And literally it is the weirdest thing I can fit dessert in at any time. I feel like most people do it. Yeah. But like that people say they can yeah. do it yeah. and then yeah. they it comes okay. to it and they're like, oh, I'm actually really stuffed. So I'm like, yeah. yeah, obviously me too, but I'm going to fit it in. That's like, right. Yeah, yeah. Every, everyone knows that dessert stomach is yeah, different stomach. It's definitely Matt, a thing. Maybe your dessert yeah. stomach is like takes over a bigger portion of, Perhaps, of the yeah. stomach as a whole, so yeah, you don't have as much just, space. Exactly right. Yes, it's yeah. in the food area. Yeah. So you have a glass. You have a glass of tea because I'm in the glass. Sure. Yeah, and you, mm. have, you, have, you have tea, and then you're like, I can't eat anything for. Yeah, eight. and then if I have like three wines or something, and there's like we we'll do potluck at my house a lot, and I'm always like, oh, I'm frothing like dying to dig into it mm. and I make like one plate, and halfway through, I'm like, oh no, I can't finish. This might be uncultured of me. What is potluck? <gasps> what is potluck? Mm. Like it's, it's where everyone is designated to bring a plate of food, mm-hmm. but it's like obviously got to be good food. Like it can't just be like chips and dip. Tim Tam. It's got to be like you've got to bring like a meal. And it, people in Australia, I've noticed, pride themselves on what their dish is that they can cook. Oh. I didn't know that was a thing until I moved to Perth. Everyone well, I didn't like, know it was yeah. a thing and I live in Perth. Yeah. Well, it might not be a Perth thing. It might be my friend circle thing. Okay. But every potluck I've been to, they've been yeah. like, oh, so what's your dish? It's a great people idea. People have a signature. People definitely have a yeah. signature. It becomes a bit competitive. I literally, yeah. A lot of peacocking, potlucking. Yeah. I literally, I mean people's <laughs> mums and some of the first words they say to me are like, oh, so what's the dish you cook? Mm. And I'm like, mm. many. I feed myself every day. Why do you ask? <laughs> they're like, no, when you have to bring it to events. I'm like... I panic and I always say potato salad and it's it's not my favourite thing to make. Yeah. I love to eat it, but mm. I don't make it the way my mum did, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not my favourite thing that I, I would, make. I would just say spaghetti bolognese, mm. just, be a a ba- just be a basic bitch and then mm. rock up with something fucking great. Yeah. Like a carbonara. <laughs> oh, yummy. A, a moussaka. A moussaka. Yes. Yes. For a, a tagine. Tagine, because tagine is so easy to share. I can, I can yeah. do it and I can do a mean you tagine. Can do a tagine. Mean tagine. Oh. Mean tagine, Oakland. What was that? What's a tagine? Yeah, hold on, I'm going to Google that. Yeah, Google tagine. How do you spell it? T a g i n e. T a g i n e. Tagine. Tagine. It's a it's a Moroccan way of cooking. It's a yeah. References the pot. I'm hoping I'm right. Okay. Yeah, shit's tasty, huh? Looks a bit like a salad. It's definitely it's definitely not a salad. It's like it's like couscous. Oh yeah, love couscous. Couscous. Well, that's why I was like, that should be my number one because I'm so passionate about food. Well, f- no, f- food and drink together are a mm. match made in heaven. Mm. It just, it just mm. is. It just is. It it's is. one of my favourite pastimes. Like, I think I was speaking to someone the other day and they were like, what do you like doing outside of like work and stuff? And I was like, oh, well, eating and drinking, obviously. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, um, I'm more of a pub person. So I was like, oh, but as long as you like pub food, like a good hearty meal. He's like, yeah, that's not really the sort of thing I do on my own or with friends. I usually do it. That's the sort of thing you do when you're like on a serious date. And I was like, no, Hold sir. the phone. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I was like. A serious date is a pub meal. Also that, yeah, sorry. Is that what he, that, that's his. That's well, his. Like, I'm more of a pub person. If I No, he was saying if he. Wines and dines, it's got to be for a date only. He will never wine and dine oh. with mates. He'll never wine and dine with mates. Sorry, I thought you meant that he, yeah. the reverse of that. I thought no, you no. meant only, a fine date must be 
Apollo. <laughs> That's what I thought you meant. I was like, hmm, <laughs> who is this person? Yeah. I, feel, I also feel sad for this guy's friends. Like, yeah. That sounds really sad, like a sad yeah. life, you know? Imagine just like, like you, only, you only treat yourself yeah. like when you're trying to impress somebody. I yeah. do. So, I, no, just, just spend quality yourself. time with people. Be but, yourself in quality spaces, doing quality things with the people that you care for and love. I'd let you, I'll let you both know right now, I'd definitely go to Nobu with both of you. Oh, I was about to say Nobu. It's mm. one of my favourite places, the Miso Cod. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Get out of here. I do – I understand what you're saying with the experience, which is akin to what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. Food, food and booze, a match made. Yeah, in heaven. In food, heaven. booze and people. I, so think like it, I really want that to be my number one. Yeah. Well, let's, let, let, me, let me do my number two. We'll come back around. You can okay. give another one, right? Because my number two, let's, let, let's keep on the people thing, right? Mm. Okay. My number two when I'm drunk is just talking to fucking random people. Mm. Yeah. Okay. When else when else do you do that? Yeah. yeah. When else do you do that? No. And like I, I, I find that I don't do it as much here in my home state mm. of Perth. Because mm. Perth is kind of small. You're boring, like, yeah. Thank you. Uh, and the, um, <laughs> Not you specifically. <laughs> the people you talk to, you already know that's, them likely. That's fine, Taryn. You can say what you want to say. It's all good. You're boring. Yeah, you're boring. <laughs> that's why she's you're done, up to kid. do the podcast if you You're learn. done. Yeah. yeah. No, she, it's fine. Look. It's fine. It's fine. It's what it is, what it is right? Yeah, no, I wasn't saying right. you're boring. I know. Just being we're silly. Not, we're not being silly. Perth is boring, um, but no, it's right though. You you know you, you can see people out all the time. You just go to the pub and you'd be like, "Oh, Jeremy, haven't seen you for a hot minute." And then you know that's Perth yeah. in a nutshell. In yeah. fact, most of the time when you meet the person in Perth that you haven't seen for a hot minute, Jeremy. it's actually not the person you might want to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen each other. Haven't we? we haven't seen you for a while? And uh, yeah, probably for a reason, maybe. And I'm here with yeah. my, I'm here with people that I. Intended to come with and wanted to spend time with. You're not in this group. <laughs> Turn around, Jeremy. Awkward. However, <laughs> however, when you're drunk, mm. you could be that person that no one wants to see walking yeah. up to that conversation yeah, that's true. and being like, yeah, da, Rob, man, it's been so long. I make such a good tagine, you should come over. Yeah, have my tagine, I like a man tagine. <laughs> Rob's like, I prefer so if we meet in a public space. Um, <laughs> I feel safer. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Come over. We'll go boating. Come on. I'm it's like, been okay, so long. We, we can shoot the shit. We can talk about how family is. It's <laughs> going to be amazing. We should have dream scenario. Dream scenario. <laughs> well, I was working towards it and I ran out of vodka. Um, no, the, uh, the going to like, especially again, I have to reference traveling. Traveling and drinking also, is that going to be either of your number ones? Kind of, we actually, you're actually uh, stepping you're towards on the cusp. my number one. I'm on the cusp. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. okay. This well. is kind of like my number ones a little bit. Okay, we can. We I'm going to be a bit more specific. No, it is actually <laughs> talking to random people when I'm out traveling and doing mm-hmm. and doing that kind of stuff. Like, I think especially when you're in a different country in a different realm and a different world altogether, you have no sense of anything, no sense of shame, no sense mm. of anything. No animosity, just, yeah. No, you've got nothing. You can just be like, hey, and how are you? What are you doing here? Yeah. Like, mm. I live here. I'm like, cool, tell me about stuff. Mm. Or I'm from you know, Switzerland or yeah. I'm from this place. And you just start talking about random stuff. And the more you drink, well, okay. There's actually a, there's actually a period where this actually is perfect. Too drunk, this doesn't work. Because mm. if you're too drunk and then not drunk enough, then mm. it just becomes you're annoying. Mm. But if you're both or a whole Vibin. group of people yeah. and that vibe, yeah, oh. it's it's that perfect block hole of drunk. Oh my gosh, yes. Right, and like you you can say anything, you can talk about anything, any story you tell is amazingly important and interesting, and you can all just get along and you can all talk. They can teach you words in their language. Mm. Yep. You know, you can, it's, it just turns into this massive thing. And all of those the, all of those walls just come crashing down. Mm. Yeah. They come crashing down. 
Have you heard of the girl in the bathroom when you're drunk situation? Have you heard of the, the drunk girl in the bathroom situation? Sounds problematic, but no, I have not. It, no, it is the best thing ever. So when you're a woman and you go to the bathroom oh. and you're drunky, you're at this might be like a bar, might yeah. be a club, might yeah. be any like a travel area. I don't know where people are drinking. Yeah. When you go to the bathroom, there will always be, or you might be this person if you don't bump into them. There will always be a girl in there who's like, "Oh my god, babe, I love your lipstick, oh. or I fucking love your hair, I mm-hmm. love your outfit," and you're like, "Oh my god, I love your outfit," and then you get talking. Yeah. My favorite interactions though is when someone's upset. And all the drunk gals rally. We don't know each other at all. Bar soap couldn't even tell you what you look like the next day. But we rally, and suddenly we're like, "We got to, we got to get this girl out of this hole that she's in. Dump him, babe. He's not good enough for you. Get yeah. out of it. It's better when you're traveling. It's even yeah. better when you're traveling because yeah. they're like speaking a different language, and you're like, "Wow, that's so beautiful." It also sounds better if you're a girl. Most guys just spend the entire time in the bathroom trying not to look at each other's cocks <laughs> and trying like staring. But, you find a point of the wall and you stare at it, and you don't say "fucking." Do word. men bond <laughs> when they're outside the bathroom waiting? No. Potentially, no. we don't. Wait. I've seen that though. I've seen men bond outside the it bathroom. It depends. Like if you're at a sports game, for example, mm. like you might you might have a bit of banter and stuff like that. But most of the time, a bu- pub. Bu- at most, pubs. Of, most of the time, at pubs, at, at, at most of the pub, you don't really have a line. Like the girls definitely have it worse in that regard. No, I meant like waiting for someone to come out of the bathroom. So maybe your girlfriend or something in the bathroom. Yeah, some I've seen guys waiting for like their girlfriends or whatever, and they'll both meet outside the bathroom waiting for the gals. Nah, I think, I think guys are different, man. Guy, guys are too busy sizing each other up. I reckon. Right. Yeah, it depends on the, it depends on the situation though, mm. and it depends on the level of comfort. Right outside yeah. a bathroom for a guy, I feel like is not comfort. Straight guys, I've seen maybe maybe because it's at the court potentially. Is what <laughs> that I'm could thinking be of. that could be why. Yeah, I think because I don't know if it's a, if it's a if it's a straight or whatever. Yeah, but. I find my experiences outside the gents' bathrooms is more of a uh, kind of, not alpha, but you'll find like most people, most guys don't talk to each other and try not to interact because it's kind of like, what are you talking to me for? Yeah. Don't, I'm waiting, yeah. I'm waiting for my girlfriend. It's more that. Yeah, right. Then, because you know, I want my girlfriend to come out and say that I'm just a tough guy. Yeah, yeah. right. You're not going to be like, oh my God, I really like your uh, chinos. Yeah, your chinos are dope, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, those Jordans? Don't That's talk to me. That's a dope buzz cut. <laughs> I would say that. I feel yeah, like but is that number one or number two? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, should, we, should, we should have those conversations more than that. We should be like, oh, yeah, nice haircut, man. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Or like just like but practice a comedy routine on them mm. and be like, what do you think? What are your thoughts? <laughs> I love that thoughts, idea. thoughts and opinions. I, can, can, okay, next time you go to the urinal, just just start doing your set. Start having you start doing your set. <laughs> With the background of just like water heating metal, just yeah, like yeah. Mm, mm. giving it that extra. Yeah, <laughs> but never. It's very important. Don't lose focus from that point of the wall. That Don't you're lose staring focus at. from that point of the wall. <laughs> do your set to the yeah, wall. Like, to, to the wall. Yeah. The if you get a laugh, you know it's fucking good. Mm. I think it's more in the guys' torts. If it's like some guys go into the torts when they're drunk and they mm. just start just talking shit. Like it's just gibberish. They walk and be like, oh, fuck, man. Oh, it's such a crazy fucking night. Yeah. I can't. And then those people, I'm just like, I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Quietly, yeah. You're generally, just like, generally yeah. the guy that comes into the toilets talking is the person I put my head down. I'm like, I don't really want to have a chat to <laughs> Damo from, you know. Whereas gals are like, yeah. Let it happen. Yeah, it's yeah. happening. It sounds. It sounds like that's the, that, that's that's the way it goes in the, yeah. in the in the ladies. So I can relate to your number too. There, yeah, it's a very good one. I, I I have to I have to give one I have to give one example, and it yeah. is Japan. I'm sorry, but there's a place in Shinjuku in Tokyo called mm-hmm. Golden Guy, and Golden Guy is full of little tiny bars. And I'm talking tiny bars. I'm talking like eight seats oh. in an entire bar, and there are only some that cater towards 
tourists, most of them they save for locals. Or if you're a tourist wanting to go in, they just charge you mm. through the wazoo just mm. to, as an entrance fee. Mm. So you find these ones, and it's, it's, it's fine because it's an absolute maze trying to find these things. And you go in there, the guy at the bar welcomes you in, and you'll just find that all these tourists just pour in, and you all sit in this bar, pay 500 yen a drink, could be whiskey, could be beer, and you all just bond mm. over, over, over anything. Like because a you can't go anywhere. If you have to go to the toilet, you have to ask everyone to move out of the mm. way so you can get mm. to it. Like yeah. that's how small and compact these things are. Yeah, mm. and those those experiences are just they're special. Yeah, they're special. Yeah. So yeah, that's that that's my number two. Two number deuce. That's my number deuce. Nice, <laughs> nice. My number one nice deuce is actually <laughs> was going to be pretty pretty similar <laughs> to that actually. That's right. So piggyback. Number, piggyback. I'm, I'm sorry, okay. So my number one mm-hmm. was going to be meeting random people. Yep. Without a shared language. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. Because often when you're overseas and you're in a different place and you, you know you can really connect with people yeah. beyond la- the language and yeah. you can go, you can have great adventures with people. Yeah. Like after if you both had a few drinks, karaoke bars in in Japan, like mm-hmm. it's, uh, all over the world, you have these experiences, or you can have these experiences mm-hmm. where you just form a connection with somebody. And maybe it's not a complete. Maybe there's some. Like maybe that you both speak some kind of small words. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And you're sharing small words. But that's yeah. what it's that's what's but fun that, about it. That's right? what's fun about yeah, it. You, you it's amazing how it's amazing how have you heard the whole thing of you can speak the language better when you're drunk? Yes. So if you I believe in that. I've actually found that experience. I, or maybe I'm just being more confident in it. I yeah. think I'm think I'm talking better yeah. in, the, in the second language. It's um, the inhibitions um, that are coming down. The inhibitions yeah. are gone and you're just processing, yeah. you're not thinking so much about things. Yeah. And you can have so that was gonna be my number one. Um, it can still be. That's a really good number one. It, I think it is a good number one too. Yeah, I think it is a good number one. I was gonna, I was gonna switch it because you know how I wanted to. I regret my number three a little bit, sitting home playing video games. That's all right. Uh, I was gonna hope to switch it, but now I might put my replacement number three in as my number one. But acknowledging <laughs> that my actual number one was uh, speaking to shared cultural experiences Listen, part, part, through the language barrier, because I wanted to reference yeah campfires. Okay. Mm. So I wanted to reference the campfire, sitting around a campfire, being out in the country, mm. you know, and, and having a few drinks. Yeah. yeah. That is... I, I'm, I'm doing that in a few weeks and I can't wait for oh. it. It is one of the best. I can't wait for it. You know what I love about, about it most? Not only is it sitting on the fire, you know, and then you had a few drinks. Don't sit on the fire, you, you, You're staring into the <laughs> fire and you're watching idea. the fire dance and move and you're like, how does this... Every time I'm just like, how does fire even work? Like, what yeah. is fire? <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? That's like energy I can see. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's not and even it's a calming. physical thing. Like it's, it's so consuming calming. me, but mm. you're not on fire. Yeah, you're not. No, exactly. As long as you're not on fire, consuming your mental. That's right. Body. Yeah. That's right. When I'm not on fire, it's very good. It's mm. consuming physical body, not as good. good. Not as good. Fire, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I love when you walk away from the fire. And you just go for a little wander, and then you're out in the country with no <laughs> artificial lights, and you can oh, see yeah. the stars. Yeah, man. That's that is just one of the best. You, you're, you've actually pumped me up, man. You yeah. pumped me up. I'm going out with my cousins in a few weeks to two J. Ah. Out to a farm out there. Oh, awesome. I'm just going to do that. Put the fire on. Oh, yeah. nice. Drink wine. Yeah. Stare at the stars. Oh, two days. You've, lovely. I've never been. So I'm like, I'm really looking forward to it. It's. A, I reckon it's one of the hidden gems in Perth. They yeah. say um, on the way to Pinjara and Pinjara Bakery. I think that's what it's called. Beautiful little bakery. But the road trip there mm. through 2G, I'm pretty sure, is beautiful. I can't wait. Oh, can't wait. Campfires. Campfires. That's but a really I, good I, one. But I am going to go back to my original. Yes, number please one, do. Actually. Yeah. But my, new, my original number one's got to be 
international cultural adventures with people that mm. I don't speak, that I don't share the language with. Because I tell you what, there's some absolutely amazing nights out that you'll have and you'll yeah. find yourself, as long as it's safe, yeah. um, you'll find yourself. Um, but that's one thing I really kind of regret about um, – not regret because I couldn't really help it, but the Lao trip that we went on oh, yeah. is that we never had much of a chance in Vientiane to actually hang out and do things because I got, I got, got sick, food, sick the, as the old food poisoning. Mm. Norovirus was bad. Mm. Um, but I didn't get because I wanted to experience what you were like in your kind of habitat yeah. for the last how many years you've been, well, you've been there for like a year at that point? Yeah, about that. About that. And so you probably would have picked up some of the So language. you get to know the place a little bit better. One of, the, one of my greatest all night, one of my all time nights out was actually in this place called um, Udon Thani. Oh, yes. Now, Udon Thani is in northern Thailand, in Isan. And Udon Thani doesn't really... It used to have a big American military presence mm-hmm. like from the Vietnam War. It's where the really nice restaurant that, was. That had kind of already... Hey, the restaurant with the guy. Yeah, it is where the yeah, nice... Yeah, yeah. I have talked about Udon before because I've talked about the nice restaurant. Udon Thani is also the home for one of my greatest nights out. Really? Yeah, because I was with my friend David and we... This is what I love about Thailand, right? So Thailand was never a place I actually really wanted to go. Mm. I was never that interested in Thailand because it's always seemed very like a a pretty well-trodden well well track. Mm. Yes. Um, And I was like, no, no, I want to get out there. I want to go off and go other places. And I don't want to go to the touristy place. That that is Thailand, which is very very unfair to Thailand. And then I just ended up really just as life accidents happen in life, just living in Thailand and Laos for a while. Living, not just traveling, living. Yeah, living, living. Yeah, a- accidentally, yeah. just accidentally. Oh, here I am. Um, <laughs> but what I loved most about Thailand just was you. getting to know Thailand. Yeah. Because Thailand does have that facade, does have that touristy facade mm-hmm. and industry that's there. Well, especially around Bangkok and Phuket's and stuff like yeah, that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and Udon Thani doesn't really have that. Udon Thani's got one street, which mm. is the street of poor life choices. Mm. And you don't want to end up on that street because that's a, that's a dodgy street. That's funny because, like, the way you said it sounded like poor life choices in English. Um, is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, that's <laughs> how it's pronounced. That because the, the people that are on the, drunk street, the, the people choices. that are on the street of poor life choices in Northern Thailand are native English speakers, Taryn. Let me just say that. Um, so that the the, the acronym the acronym that people would be given because there is that side of, of there is that side of it. Um, we call them sex pats instead of expats. Oh, a sex no. pat. Which is a bit. Oh, it's a, look, as, as a as a former travel agent, I can confirm they yeah. definitely exist. Yeah. Yeah. So Wowie. that's literally just isolated to one street, right? So that's one street, and then uh, Udon is a big student town, and we found the University Street, the street of all the uni pubs, which was just young Thai people just having an absolute blast and a ball, mm. and like not another single foreigner in sight. And there's this really traditional style of uh, of of Isan bar called Morlan, which is what I was trying to describe there, which actually has like a slight little, what's the word? Because it's it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's traditional and it's cultural, but it's also a little bit provocative. Yeah. There's lots of hip thrusting in Morlan dancing. Okay. But it's also like a very traditional like mm. like, like thing. Mm. And we just, it was just the best bar. Mm. Like the whole, like you walked into this Morlan bar and the whole bar was dancing. And I was like, oh my God, like this what is the most thing? funnest vibe ever. That everyone was just like. On a le- on a level, like no bullshit. And maybe there is bullshit, but because you don't, because you're not local, you don't speak the language, you can't sense the bullshit because mm. you mm. don't know the, the culture. Yeah, you're like, this is so fun, and the locals would be like, mm. exactly right. Mm. You can't see you can't Normal. see the toxic masculinity mm. sometimes yeah. through the cultural veils yeah. and the language barriers. Oh, um, interesting. Did yeah. you try your stand up set in the toilet? Or no? Try my stand up set in the toilet. <laughs> didn't great work. Laugh. Didn't great laugh. So you walked in, and the whole bar was dancing, and it was obviously you know really like it was quite affordable. So we were just like. 
bottle of whiskey. We just ordered yeah, the bottle wow. of whiskey to the table. We just sat at this table. Just the ballers. Like you'd get up. We're balling. Balling in this, in this really small little... <laughs> Why you said it was just not... Balling. Not hip. It, it, <laughs> we are so <laughs> balling. Because like, I guess Udon is like one of the, the poorer areas. It's the, it's the, the most uh, working class, lower socioeconomic mm. area of Thailand. Like it had a real farm kind of yeah. town vibe to it. Even though it's the second largest <laughs> city in Thailand. Yes, Lynn. Question. <laughs> so you know how you had the, there's a street of the poor life choices where most of the foreigners Correct. Um, frequent? Yeah. So you were in this part off off the town. So we went in that street. You went in that street. No, this is so, another, another street. And everyone was quite happy. Everyone's buying drinks and stuff like that. Yeah. Did anyone at any stage go, you don't belong here, go back to the street of poor life choices? No. Or do they accept you? Oh, 100%. How good's alcohol, right? That is, that's what, Except and that's what I love most about yeah. Thailand is that Thailand is often, is very, from, from the outside perspective, Thailand is stereotyped, mm-hmm. really significantly stereotyped. Every time I told someone I'm moving to Thailand, they go, oh, you're going to get a Thai bride. Yeah. Like, no, that's, no, that's not what I'm going to tell Oh, my gosh. Every single person. Um, so there's a real there's real stereotypes, <laughs> except for maybe Liam, not Liam. So it's very, <laughs> it's really stereotyped. And what I love about it is that, and, and it's very, Perceived as very touristy, but all you like, so say you go to the main, next time you go to Thailand, right? Next mm-hmm. time you go to the main, I don't know, Phuket or wherever you, wherever you are, you'll probably have a strip where everyone goes and there's all sorts of restaurants and they're all very mm-hmm. touristy spots, right? Batong. I've never been there. Yeah, Patong, but I'm Patong, Patong is that bit. Of so topic. all you have to, like that is one part of Thailand which most people equate when they think about Thailand. But all you have to do is walk one street back. Yeah, 100%. Mm. And one street back, you're in a totally different place of, of an ancient culture. Yeah. Like a, a, a fascinating culture. Um, and, I, yeah, I felt like once you're so spending time there, being fortunate enough to spend time there, you were able to understand that a little bit more. And picking up some basic language skills also helped Wow. Navigate some of the some of these kind that's of. That's a cool story. Exploring the back streets as well. Exploring the back streets. Oh, so there you go. So that's my so my number one. I'm just going to make my number one is uh, um, honorable mention campfires. Number one is going to be more land bars oh, in, in Northern Thailand. I, I like that format. That's I might awesome. follow that format. Just a bar that everyone dances in. No, no, the thrusts. format of having an honorable mention. Honorable mention. Oh. Yeah, utilizing honorable mention. This is actually probably fair because it's obviously Taryn's first time joining us for like the the, the full experience. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You can chuck in honorable mentions whenever you want. Oh, so if you think it. if you think of something and you're like, oh, this has to be mentioned, but yeah. it doesn't quite make my list. Quite yeah. make my list. Or in Rob's case, where you think of it after your after um, you've already, you played the last yeah. of us, yeah. then you can chuck it in. Chuck it in. Chuck it in. Okay. Yeah. So number one. My honourable mention is the one-on-one DM, so the oh. the deep and meaningful. Yeah, this is actually a good one. It's good, but yeah. I feel like we've also covered the whole human connection when you're drunk. Saying I think this is different, though. The Do you one, reckon? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the one-on-one connection is different is to the yeah. to, to the group okay, experience. Maybe, maybe my honourable mention because you said it before was karaoke. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I love doing when I'm drunk. But I feel like it's the same thing as dancing. Your inhibitions just kind of melt away, and yeah. you just yeah. put yourself out there because you love it. It's fun. Okay, that'll be my honourable mention. I'll say the DNM will be my number one. Oh no, was that it's your fine. number one? I can think of another one. Oh no, you should do it. Well, I'm not going to do it. No, That's my honourable mention. You do it. It's my honourable mention. Actually, plus you're the singer. So. I actually have another one, so it's fine. Okay, so I will. I'll stick with the DNM then. That's fine. That's <laughs> we a good can have a DNM one. about this afterwards. Uh, yeah, we can. I've got a whole bottle of whiskey there. We can have a DNM about how. <laughs> it's just that level of connection with one, someone because it's usually someone that you haven't spoken to a lot, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, you're actually pretty yeah, cool," and yeah. they're like, "Oh, you're actually pretty cool." 
Actually, that's a good thing. Un- unpeeling a, a layer, you know, mm. getting to know someone yeah. a little bit better than you normally would get to know them. Yeah. When everyone's all uptight and walking around. Like yeah. the, the, having yeah. a few drinks can peel off the layers of the onion yeah. a little bit. Because I think it has would to you, get emotional. Would you also find, like, I, I find like my mind went ex- to an opposite thing. Not so much people I don't know, but people I know very well. I find the D&Ms get even more D. Yeah. And also M. M. <laughs> um, when there's like a couple of bottles of wines involved. You yeah. Know? I've, my, my, one of my dearest friends, we, we sit there, we have over a couple of bottles of wine, we'll just talk for hours and hours. Yeah, childhood trauma starts coming up and you're like, oh, that actually explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. Still love you, but I get you're it still now. Good. You're still fine, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I get it now. Oh, you spoiled names, number one, childhood <laughs> trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Digging up that trauma. That's fine, guys. Just keep crossing off my number one. <laughs> but it is, it's a thing, right? Like you, you trauma bond. So yeah. I feel like deep and meaningful is on a level where you it's an emotional intelligence thing humans seek companionship yeah. and connection mm-hmm. and if you can connect with someone on another level and even better if you can remember it the next yeah, day that's true or at least remember the fact that you connected do you think it's like important to remember what you spoke about or the feeling of what you went through in that conversation yeah sometimes i feel like if you get drunk in a dnm and mm. you not, might not remember the nuance of the conversation mm. or the nitty-gritty of the conversation but you wake up going that was Fucking cathartic. Yes. Like yeah. I needed that. Yeah. I don't know what we spoke about, but man, I feel better for it. Totally. Mm. Totally. Because mm. if you know that there's something bothering you, so there's usually you've got that person in the group who always has a cry when they get drunk and you're like, if you eventually sit down with them and figure out why they always have a cry, a cry when they get drunk, mm. they're never going to tell you when they're sober because those are the people that hold it in and bottle it up yeah. and it comes mm. out when their inhibitions are you know, gone. Yeah. So you then have that conversation and you talk to them and then you tell them your truth, which is like, oh my God, you're actually incredible. And if you're crying over this person, that's not right. If you don't love your job, you should do this. Like, you give, you also, also, can I just say when you're drunk, you give the best advice. It's yes. the most sage advice you've ever given in your that life. That is true. That, that is, is true. true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're like, actually, quit that job. I'll help you get a visa. Yeah. And the next day, you're like, shit, I'm helping someone. Get, I can do this. Yeah. The next day, you're like, wait, I said I'd do what for you? Yeah. Oh, huh? okay, I lent you how much money? <laughs> yeah. But I think that's so, like, yeah. So I love it how so far we've like this, 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 this podcast has been, you get smarter, you get wiser, yeah. you become better at speaking foreign languages. Yeah, yeah. You're a better boat driver, apparently. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. so many great You lend money to from, people to help you get money visas. From people. Yeah. Nothing, nothing can possibly go wrong. Yeah. Generosity. Yeah. You become more emotionally vulnerable. But let, yeah. it, it's, also, it's also like fair to note, this is like we all seem to have very similar experiences when we're drunk. Yeah. Mm. This could be a very different podcast if yeah. one of us like was like a, an angry drunk, for example. Well, you said the mm. best things to do while you're drunk. Like I can think of completely everything on the converse side of things, like embarrassing yourself or vomiting in the yeah. wrong place. Yeah, or, yeah. that's right. That's What's right. the so wrong is, place? To- <laughs> um, an Uber. Do you know how much that charges? <laughs> yeah, true. My okay, God. Yeah. Side of a freeway in winter. Yeah. Shall I go on? <laughs> I've had plenty of experience. <laughs> but that's true. The list was best places. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah, we, we, we always encourage the responsible drinking of alcohol, mm. don't we, that, here at that podcast. We're here promoting Always. recklessness. Yeah, no. but we've all also all been there. Done yes, that yeah, or like like a hundred percent, hundred percent. I feel yeah. like I feel like we hijack the DNM a little bit though. So no, like, no, that like I f- yeah, I think the best example of a DNM is probably one that I've had with all my friends when I've been drunk or strangers. Back to your point in the back mm. alleys where you like you chat to people or you know even your point when you speak to them in different language. Like you have a complete DNM with some some stranger or your best mate and the. It just leaves you with the best feeling the next day. You're yeah. like, oh. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Just, mm. And even if you are on the side where you're giving the advice, mm. the same thing applies. Yeah. If you have no idea what you said, the next day, I've had it, t- I've had it before. People are like, thank you so much yeah. for last night. Nurturing you, you your said, friends. You said that you, what you said really, really got to me. I was like, yep. 
Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you are welcome. And in my, yeah, in my head, it's I'm just like... because you're honest, I feel. And you wouldn't enter a DNM with someone that you're not going to be honest with because you would straight up ruin it because you'd be like, no, I'm not interested in this. I'm going to go dance or whatever. Yeah. So you wouldn't reach the DNM level. You're only DNM with people that you actually care about. So when you're honest, you're being genuine. Yeah. And even if it's bad advice, or not bad advice, if it's negative advice that they... Or that's not the right word. If it's advice they didn't want to hear, like... If it's strong feedback. Yeah. Like, mm. oh, I'm not getting anywhere with my job. I really don't like it. And you can be like, actually, you're, maybe you're not good at it. Do something else. Yeah. You would never say that to their face sober. Never. No. And they probably wouldn't take it well sober. Have you ever considered that you just suck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to be a model? Babe, I've got some news. Um, <laughs> here's a mirror. Uh, let's go through this. Oh, wow. No, I would never do that. But <laughs> No matter you, how you drunk. Can, but it comes yeah. across genuine, like, I'm just trying to help you. Why are you getting upset? Mm. And then they're like, you're right. I am being dramatic. And you're yeah. like, see? And the next day, like, thanks so much for whatever you said. And you're like, can't remember. Yeah, can't, can't remember. remember what. Literally no I do clue. have a bruise on my face, though, where someone punched me. I'm unsure where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> Advice got real. Advice got real. Advice got really real. Mm. No. It's it's the DNM for me, yeah. That's a really great number one. Oh, thanks, guys. That's a really great I was number one. Sidebar that one, but no, um, no, no. That's that's a that's a that's a really good one. Thank you. Oh, I've got number one there. I don't know. It's the last number one. It's the last number one. I'm going to honourable mention karaoke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Double I thought, I thought you would have had to. Have. I was like, Blaine's going to have karaoke. <sighs> Look, it's one. it's really obvious, right? Okay. It's really it's like for so me. You it's do like, you, you do whatever you need to do, Liam. If you want a sidebar, if you want an honourable mention karaoke. Thank you, my friend. I will sidebar karaoke, and I think it's. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It is fun. Okay, so my number one. <laughs> <laughs> For the similar reasons, less, Wait, less we inhibitions. Well, the, the inhibitions get really like when Increase you crazy confidence. I consider myself a pretty okay singer. Right? What's your karaoke song? Uh, if you ooh. had to pick just one, or maybe top three. Shit. It's really hard. Um, Roland by Limp Biscuit. Oh. Do I know you're loving this shit right here? <laughs> uh, uh, Achy Breaky Heart. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Stop. Um, I don't really know. I don't really have go-tos. Green, yeah. day, green day I go to quite oh, a lot. Yeah. I try and avoid things that I love but I know I can't sing, mm. like Chester Benningfield from Linkin Park. I can't I can't sing like Chester, so I'm just not going to bother. Yeah. Um, unless I've had like 15 whiskeys, in which case Chester. Get my, yeah, who's Chester? That's me. That's Surprise. Me. That's me. I can really do it. I've got video of, of my brother who's um, also a really good singer and a guy when we went to Japan a few years back. It's hilarious because everyone's just pissed off their fucking tits. Yeah. And we are just yelling the song. Oh, like singing, that's it. Singing goes out the window and you just go, yeah. I just need to hear. Because everyone else in the room starts singing. Yeah. And you have the microphone. And you're like, I have to be louder than everybody yeah, else. Yeah, so you have to scream. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's. I've got a great memory of doing that in Italy and it was just like a really, really good memory. I'm telling you, man, karaoke, especially when you're drinking. Yeah. yeah. I was singing Ronan Keating once in a, in a karaoke bar. Oh, stop. And like it was a packed, packed bar and I just grabbed the microphone and like, Ronan Keating. You know, and I just started singing it out, and I was like, "Wow, I'm really nailing this!" You know? Yeah, you yeah. Know when you feel like you're really nailing it, <laughs> yeah. And then this, and then this girl comes up. She's like, "Bro, I can't believe how good of a singer you are. That's amazing!" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And then I realised they'd turned my microphone off. They oh. cut my microphone off, and I was confusing Ronan Keating's voice with my own. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wow. like, "Yeah, I'm a really good singer." Meanwhile, the, the voices were still going. That's the honourable mention. I had to do that just because yeah, it just it came into my head. That's so funny. Oh, what, what, what is your actual number one? Uh, it actually is going to be going to and watching sports in stadiums with a whole bunch oh. of other people. Oh, yeah. Drunk, okay. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. okay. So there's two sides of this, right? So I've been to, a, I've been very lucky to go to a lot of sporting events around the world. I've been yeah. to NFL games. I've been to WrestleMania. I've been to um, watch Dortmund play in, well, Dortmund. Um, <laughs> um, okay. I've obviously been to the footy here. I've been to the yeah. MCG. I've been like all over the world and watch sports. Most of the time, 90% of the time, people who, are go, who go to the sports love to just get into it, mm. right? I find that, you know, obviously in uh, Europe, they've got a lot of issues with like hooliganism when it comes to away fans and home fans. But when I was in the Dortmund, um, went to the Dortmund game, yeah, it's Germany, right? Everyone is just sinking beers the entire match. You can smoke cigarettes in the in the stadium, so everyone's just like sitting there drinking and smoking, chanting, and everything like just gets better the more booze and the more beer right. you've got in your system because you just kind of mold into this one big organism, if that makes sense. Like yep. it all kind of just mold into this this one one goal of cheering this one team doing this one thing this one ball into this it's, i mean it's it's, arbit- it's arbitrary is that the right word yeah like it's just so mundane like it's yeah. like, but mm. it's so it's just such a feeling that you get when you like involve yourself in it yeah like even like i went to watch a, a baseball game in in tokyo the tokyo dome and even then when the home team is at bat everyone is quiet because I want them to focus and, mm. and be well. As soon as the away team comes in, they all start this like routine, like mm. chant and song and everything together. And the more you join in with each other and the more you involve yourself into mm. it, the more you enjoy it. And the drunk you are, yeah. the more you kind of mould into it, I find anyway. That's awesome. Yeah. Sounds like you're clearly passionate about it. I do enjoy a cheeky sport. sport. Oh, I love that. Just one sport, please. What do you drink at the games? Beer? Oh, it has to, it kind of has to be beer. Sports I love beers. A good sports yeah. beers, please. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 my number one. And my karaoke is the uh, the honorable mention. Yeah. But yeah, going to sports, having a few beers, and as long as you can hold that beer in and you're not one of those idiots who just starts no, fights for yeah. no fucking reason. Yeah. That is the thing. I can't imagine um, baseball in Japan. I don't think there'd be many... Uh, just brawls everywhere, man. <laughs> just hot, hot spots all around the stadium. Uncultured, no. <laughs> what was it? Isn't, wasn't it the FIFA at the FIFA... Was it FIFA when they had the riots? I mean, FIFA is, the, is all of soccer, basically. Mm, yeah, I mean, but... The World Cup. The last... Oh, the World Cup. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, we need, like, riots in riots in football. It needs to be more specific. Yeah, you know, which, yeah. yeah. Hool- which one? Hooliganism. Hooliganism is a, there is, is a, a dark side. There is a dark side. Yeah. side but I'm talking about when you're in the stadium yeah. and, and you've got that security yeah. blanket of, yeah. you know, yeah. 30, 40,000 people. 100%, because like, yeah. while there is that dark side to it, yeah. there is also something which I've never, you know, a cauldron of a packed yeah. Premier League stadium that are packed with fans. They're all cheering and chanting. is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's I pretty think, amazing to be yeah. there in the moment. Like it's it's enchanting, man. It it's is. Enchanting, enchanting is a good. It is a good, good word, word for yeah. it. I'm gonna. I'll leave it. I'll leave it here because we have been going a hot minute. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Applause. Clicks. Snaps. Snaps. That's it. Well, guys, that, that's our first episode back after a month away. You know, I think we got the ring rust off pretty well. Yeah, took we, a while, I, we, but we, I think we, we got there. We worked into it. We got there. What are your thoughts, Rob? I think, uh, yeah, like a few drinks in, all of a sudden, the podcast started to improve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm just trying to stick around. Finishing one bottle of Coke, you were right off I was off on the, the Coke, no sugar, that's right. Yeah. Mm. And one bo- I'm almost a whole bottle down, so off, I'm feeling it. Off the rails. Um, no, I think that was, uh, yeah, it was great to be back here uh, listing our favourite things. It is. And, and we'll be back again next week mm. to do it all over again. Yay. 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 Yay, I love us. I'm going to get another vodka. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Number one, podcasting. 
No. Drunk. I can't believe. Anyway. Yeah. We, we promote the responsible drinking of alcohol at all times. That's my final thought. Perfect. I was about to ask you, but that was that was actually quite perfect. Yeah. 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 I think. Did I go? No. <laughs> what? Go on. Well, yeah, no. we, we really got our uh, ring rust off here, guys. Like, this is smooth. Go on. Smooth. No. I will not go on. <laughs> Please continue. No. <laughs> Terry, anything else to add before we go? No, it's just, I, yeah, no. It's nice to be back. It's good right? to be back, it's yeah. Nice to be back. All right, well, on that note, we'll see you all next Tuesday. <laughs>